special on-the-shelf episode of... Brutal Battle! Yep, this is the third on-the-shelf episode. When I just did that, I held up two fingers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Good thing there's no video to this. I know, but I tattled on myself. I told you did. everyone. Why did you do that? Eh, it's kind of funny. I didn't even notice. It's kind of funny. So, like, yeah, when, when we're doing these introductions and stuff, like, I talk with my hands still, even though no one can see me except... Rebecca, in you, this case. You talk with your but, hands throughout the entire episode. Yeah, that's true. I, you know, it just helps me with emphasis. You mm. know, I'm, I'm one of those people. Anyway, we're doing another on-the-shelf episode. I had said on the last one that we wanted to do more of these just because I feel like it's helpful f for people who may be seeing some of these beers on the shelf and saying, hey, I wonder if I should have that beer. I'm kind of on the fence about it. So we'll break it down. We'll tell you what it's like, whether we like it or not. And based off what you hear, you can make that decision. So we got four beers in front of us. Uh, they're all pretty different. And that's kind of what I try to do. I try to make them pretty different. Um, two of them are collaborations. And one of the breweries in the collaboration, I found out, is the same brewery. At first, when I picked this up and I put the lineup out for this recording, I knew the one was a collaboration, but I didn't look closely enough at the other one. I just wanted to do it because it just hit shelves and sounded interesting. And then I was looking closer at the can, and I was like, this also is a collaboration, and it's a collaboration with the brewery who did a collaboration on the other one. So the first two beers share a brewery in common, but it's a collaboration with different breweries. So that should actually be an interesting comparison. So anyway... Okay. Let's get to tasting. Yeah, let's get to the first one, which I know this is the one that Rebecca's most excited about because mm -hmm. it sounds real interesting. This is a collaboration between Stillwater Artisanal Ales and Against the Grain Brewery. And Stillwater's now out of New York, I believe. He's actually, uh, Brian Strumke's actually building a brewery there. And Against the Grain's out of um, Kentucky. I forget specifically which city, but this is their Found Word is the name of the beer, and it's a hoppy lager with pink guava, 6% alcohol. Hoppy lager with pink guava. As I pour that, I can smell the hops. Oh, really? Or maybe that's partially the guava. I don't mm, know. I don't know, but it smells delicious. Could be that, too. All right, so coloration. Um, it looks hazy. Yeah, it looks unfiltered. Uh, pretty orange, though. You could tell me this is an IPA based off the color yeah, and just the way it looks. IPA pale ale. It just Ooh. smells, like, so crisp and clean. Yeah, it's got that nice, crisp, clean, refreshing nose to it that lagers have. It smells really light. Yeah, I'm definitely getting some of the hot profile. I'm not, I don't think I could pick out the guava. I mean, there is a tropic, like a slight tropicality right. in there, but you could think that's hops. Right, yeah. So, and yeah. I don't think I could be like, guava. Right, yeah, me neither. Especially because I don't have a whole lot of experience with guava on its own. But, um, with the smell, like, it smells hoppy. It's, like we were saying, it's got that, like, nice, crisp, refreshing type nose on it. But it, I also get, when I keep sniffing it, a little bit of, like, a honey finish in the nose and the slightest hint of, like, a hay note in there, too. I just tasted it. All right, what do you think? It definitely has um, a f bigger 
fuller mouthfeel than mm. I was anticipating. Yeah, for a lager. Um, yeah. It's kind of a, a bigger lager. Uh, I'm not getting as much guava or fruit like I was hoping, um, but I like it a lot. So I mainly get the guava on the finish. Like, it's, it's just like a little bit of like a... Give me a little more. Yeah. There's a little bit of like that guava-y tropicality just on the finish of the beer. Uh, up front, it seems more like citrusy hops, yeah. like a little orange to it. It kind of fades off your palate like water, though. Yeah, but it, but it it leaves that guava, and it also actually leaves a, a decent bitterness, which I wasn't expecting yeah, from it. Definitely. And then there's oh, if people hear a car alarm going off in the background, <laughs> some idiot has their car going off. Anyway, um, but I do get like a like a straw. That straw that I said I was kind of getting yeah. in the nose, I'm also I'm getting on the end of the flavor. So like that lingers along with the bitterness and that guava at the end. Um, but I do get a little bit of that honey that I was talking about as well. And it is while it while we were saying it has more of a mouthfeel than you would think, it also is still pretty light. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's just okay. I really want to like this more, but Yeah, I'm not crazy sold on it, but um I don't dislike it. Like, oh no. I like it. I just I just like it. You know, like I'm not like, oh, this is really awesome. Like I'd definitely buy more of this. It's more like a yeah, I'll drink this now. Like that's that's pretty decent. As the car alarm continues to go off, where do we live? Idiot City. It's not our car, is it? No. It's coming from another direction. I don't want us to be the idiots. No, it's definitely not us. All right. It might not even be registering. Anyway, so. All right, so that's, so our verdict on that is, it's a decent beer. So moving to the next one. Oh, did you need water? I think you already did. Oh, okay. Well, you were holding your glass out. Oh, because I'm ready for the uh, next beer. Okay. okay, so the next one is also a collaboration. People who know Stillwater Artisanal Ales probably guessed after the first beer. The second beer will also be a Stillwater Artisanal Ales collaboration because that's kind of what they do. Brian Strumke just goes around, goes to breweries, and is like, hey, I want to collaborate with you. So the second collaboration is with Two Roads Brewing, and they're the ones out of Connecticut. Um, they, and we did a brewery showcase on them a uh, bunch of episodes back, so you can go back and check that out. So this is the Ground Loop. And it's a sour saison, and it's four point five percent alcohol. Hmm. So nice, low in ABV. Sour saison. Hmm. Yeah. You're splashing. <laughs> Sorry, I splashed a little bit. That's all right. All right. So sour saison. Ooh. It's a uh, very light. Yeah, this ha this has a slight orange tinge, but it's mainly yellow. Um, it's not fully clear, but it's clear-ish, just like a slight unfiltered look, slight haze to it. Um, yeah. What is that? Okay, what I get that? pickled cucumber. Pickled cucumber. Yeah. Do you mean pickles? Hmm. That's what a pickled cucumber is. No. Pickle. I don't like, get that. Not to that degree of pickled. 
I'm going to be honest. Okay, so first of all, it's a very light nose. I, I guess I'm getting like the vinegar. Okay. Yeah, maybe like a hint of vinegar. I get like a soft lemon and peach. Okay, I could see that. That's mainly what I get. And Other than that. And vinegar. No, not as much as vinegar. Yeah, and this smells good. It smells like like a lemon and peach. Like, but there's not much else to the nose. It, it's like smells like it's super light. Like it's going to be very easy. Okay, I was not anticipating liking this, but this is really good. Oh, that's easy. It's so oh. light. Ooh, I get the peach. Isn't it? It doesn't it like a peachy flavor. I'm getting some of those that like wheat characteristics. Yeah. Hey, wheat. I really like that. Yeah, it's weedy. Um, there's, there's a little bit of like a, like a honeycomb finish to it. Mm. A little bit of a funkiness on the end. I'm trying to pinpoint this one flavor that I'm getting in there. Sauerkraut. A light sauerkraut. Which I think is what you were getting on the nose with the vinegar. Yeah. There's a light sauerkraut flavor to it. Pickled. Did this just, did that just ruin the beer for you? No. Because I like, I like sauerkraut. So we, we had had another beer before. The uh, Trendsetter Sour IPA by Oliver Brewing on a, I think it was a Cellar Dive episode. Or no, that was our first on the shelf episode actually, I think. And that had sauerkraut to it, but it was like a lot of sauerkraut. Mm. This has some sauerkraut aspect to it, but it's pretty light. And it's mixed in with some other flavors. Like, it's got, like, that bit of a peachiness. It's got that lemoniness. Um, and it's got, like, a little bit I of like hay, that. a little bit of honeycomb. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's it's relatively, uh, relatively light and easy, but tasty. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good beer. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I, I'm, I'm going to enjoy continuing to drink that thing. So it's funny because I um, asked Josh Rodriguez at Wine World his opinion on some of these beers. He recommended I not get the ground loop because he was like, eh, it's not that good. So we're enjoying this. That's pretty good. And he highly recommended the found word, which we're like, yeah, it's okay. Hmm. But honestly, you know, when I think about it, I think, like, they're both quite good. But as far as expectation goes, like, my mm -hmm. perception after we had these two beers was that Ground Loop is kind of better than Found Word. But I think that was only because of my expectation. Like, because Josh had said, oh, Ground Loop, eh. So I was going into it not thinking much of it. Whereas the Found Word, I was thinking a lot of it. But when I objectively think about it, you know, taste-wise, I think I might give a slight edge to Found Word. So I just kind of wanted to bring that up to, to kind of verbalize to everyone the the bias that I had mm -hmm. in, my, in my mind and, you know, apply that to your own lives and understand that that stuff happens. So, um, yeah. You ready for the next one? Yeah, my glass is empty. Okay. So the next one, the, this brewery's been hot where we are. Hot. Um, and plus Josh Rodriguez likes them a lot and I don't blame them. Like they're straight styles. I love, I don't like their barrel aging stuff typically. Um, but that might be better. Uh, it's been a while for me, but this is Adroit theory and they're out of Virginia. I think 
Uh, this is specifically brewed and bottled in Vint Hill, Virginia. And Vint Hill? Vint Hill, yeah. Yeah, that's right by Laura. Our friend? Yeah. Okay, well then we should go down and visit and go to Adroit Theory. So, people who know me and have heard me talk about Adroit Theory, they have like the best friggin' beer labels of any brewery, period. Their beer labels are crazy amazing. And this is probably my favorite one that I've ever seen. This beer is the death of civilization in slow motion. And it's a New England-style imperial IPA with lactose added. And the ABV is 8.2%. And then they always give, like, recommendations of, like, what to have it with. So food, they say to have it with Aleppo grilled grouper with grilled pineapple chutney. They always have the weirdest <laughs> shit, though. It's always, like, like, over the top. Not Nothing like you would, like, ever just, like, oh, tonight I'm gonna make. Yeah, that's true. Uh, their cheese, they recommend Fontina Val d'Aosta. Okay, at least I've heard of Fontina. And then Cigar, they're recommending Ashton Estate Sun Grown. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about cigars, really, so. All right, so let's try this Death of Civilization in slow do people, motion. Do people often pair cigars and beer? I mean, I know people drink when they smoke cigars, but are, do people really, like... I wouldn't say often, but, I mean, I think it, it happens. I don't know what level... I'm sorry, I'm just dropping... <laughs> okay, let it be known I know that what level I drop any sort of food on the floor, you are, like, freaking out, and you basically just poured beer all over the floor, and... Well, there's a fundamental difference here. I like smelling beer. I don't like smelling old tomatoes or old food. I don't want to smell old beer. <laughs> old beer will still have a good s- smell. Mm-hmm. Old food will have a terrible smell. Just know that. All right, so what does this look like? It looks like a New England style IPA. Yeah. Very, hazy. very hazy. Yeah, very hazy, very orange. Can't see mm. jack squat through it, so. It smells delicious. Oh my gosh. It The nose is like intoxicating. Not alcohol-wise, just, just like... All the, as you would say, tropicality. Yeah, crazy amount of tropicality. Just, and a lot of sweetness. Yeah, sweet but not like sickly sweet. Right. It's like yeah. a nice light sweetness. It's just like a yummy pineapple. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of pineapple to it. I do feel like there's a little... What else? Like a little orange pineapple, mm-hmm. slight peach in there. Some guava, probably. Yeah, definitely. There's definitely guava in there. <laughs> passion fruit. Maybe a little passion fruit to it. Dragon fruit? Are you just throwing things out now? Why don't you throw out... Is it prickly pear now? Or Maybe a, it's prickly pear. Is there a pickled cucumber in there? <laughs> no, that was the last one. <laughs> it smells awesome. Uh, yeah. It smells very light. I smell absolutely no bitterness to it, but I'm sure there'll be some in there. Mm, yeah. Mmm. Easy. Delish. Super easy beer. I perceive, I, there is a little bit of bitterness like I was expecting, but I don't perceive a ton. Yeah. Mm. So, Super light. If I have to critique this, what do you think I'm going to say? Mm, I think you're going to say it's a, it's a little skunky on the finish. No, I would say it's a little syrupy. Oh, Okay. Well, it is 8.2%, yeah. I mean. It's imperial, but, you know. I know. I just... But it, I love it. It's it's very good. There is this lingering kind of, like, skunky note 
on the end, but it's not really? a lot. It's just very, very slight. Mm, I'm not it's not very. It it's not a big deal. There is a little bit of of an alcohol astringency that lingers on the finish as well, because it is eight point two percent. And you know, New England style IPAs, I t- I think don't typically stand up well to higher alcohol because they're so light mm. and it's like light flavors yeah. and it's more of a delicate style beer. Um, so. You know, I think maybe like a slight critique would be bring the bring the alcohol level down yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, but you know that that's a that's a nitpicking type thing. This yeah. is still really good. I really like it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you can see where the lactose comes into play there too. Yeah. There is like a it's not a crazy amount of of creaminess to it, but like there's a, a little there's bit a, yeah. like a low creaminess in there, which kind of adds to the to the body of it, and it's uh, pretty nice. Rinse me off, and let's. Do this last beer. Then I got to take down our Christmas decorations. This is January 21st when we're recording. Yeah. I let him go way too long. <laughs> I don't even really want to do it now, but I'm getting tired of looking at it. Sorry, dude. It happens. All right. So moving to the final beer. This is a beer I was happy that was coming out. And when it finally came out, I was like, doing it. So, we did a brewery showcase episode for Firestone Walker some time ago, so you can go back and check that out, too. And we were really feeling their Leo versus Ursus line of hoppy beers. So, the one we have right here is their latest edition. It is called Wookus, and it is, let's see what they call it. I know what it is, but I don't know what they're calling it. Uh, Imperial Black IPA, 8.2% alcohol by volume. I did want to point out, because on their showcase episode, we talked about the Leo versus Ursus series, and I was saying that the names, like, all have adversarial meanings uh. behind them. So I looked up Wookus, Wookus, and I found Wookus on Urban Dictionary. Most reliable source. Well, but here's the thing. Contrary to popular belief, Urban Dictionary isn't only for looking up weird sex moves. Like, the, there's oh, other I stuff. I look up slang all the time. I hear <laughs> things, and I'm like, what does that mean? And I use it all the time, because I'm getting old and don't understand. Yeah, it's actually funny. Rebecca works with some younger people, so she'll come home and just be like, do you know the word? And then throw something out. And a lot of times I'll be like, yeah, I've heard it, or I know what I that know. is. And she's like, really? Because I just learned that from my coworker today. <laughs> So anyway, Wookus on Urban Dictionary says it's a battle between titans involving Voight. V-O-I-T. So Voight, they're referring to a ball company. So it's the company that makes balls for, like, dodgeball. So think what? Of, yeah, so think about dodgeball. being It's a hybrid between soccer and dodgeball, and is a sport that tests every muscle in one's body. Dexterity and ingenuity are necessities for one to even make it through a single round. If a team can win the tournament, they achieve a status not unlike the gladiators of old. Sounds like a bunch of hooey, but... Hooey? Yes. And I'm sure that them naming this book actually has nothing to do with that definition, because uh, this is, I think, hearkening back to their Wookie Jack, which used to be a beer in their normal lineup of beers that they retired... Maybe two years ago, I think. And that had come out in 22 ounces, typically, which was just, a, you know, a black IPA. See, Wookus reminds me of Wooby. Which reminds me of... What the hell is Wooby? Is in Mr. Mom, when the youngest, oh. he had his little Wooby. 
Yeah, so it's like his blank ear. Yeah, his yeah. Whoopi. Yeah, so Have you seen Mr. Mom? Yeah, we've watched it together. Oh, okay. You didn't see a long it before time ago, that. A long time ago. I think I introduced you. Yeah, well, I had seen like bits and pieces, but not it in its entirety. So I will say, another reason that, it, that it's good to see this beer coming out is there really aren't that many black IPAs anymore. Yeah. Or as they used to be referred to after people started getting sick of black IPAs, Cascadian Dark Ales is another terminology for them. I hate when there's different names for things. I know. It drives me crazy. Because then I feel wanna... like, well, because then I'm like, are we talking about the same thing? Or is this something new? Do I have any idea what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it happens. So anyway, um, let's, when was, actually, when was the last time we had a black IPA? I can't I remember know. the last time I had one. So anyway, it doesn't look like a black IPA. Mm-hmm. It certainly does. Yeah. It's very it's dark. dark. It's got a little bit of brown around oh, the edges. I always forget see. to sniff it. Sniff this thing. Our cat's being good and doing her nails on her proper Receptacle. rope. It smells hoppy. Yeah, I know. Just, yeah, it just <laughs> smells hoppy. That's it. I do get... like. Oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying if I close my eyes and just smell it, I'm like, yeah, I would have no... I don't, I'm not getting any of the dark notes of the black IPA. There's like a really light, it's like a light oranginess to it. It's it's a tad bit vegetal. And then I get, if I keep sniffing, if I really, really pay attention, I get like a slight chocolate, like milk chocolate on the finish. Mm. It's not really super okay. present, but. Okay, I'm going in. It smells good. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, it smells like a hoppy beer, basically. It's not... I feel like I'm, it tastes like a hoppy beer. Yeah. But just with. With a little bit of roast. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you get that kind of... I don't really taste... I taste a slight, like, chocolatiness, but it's actually coming off a little more, like, dark chocolate. Yeah. Light. Um, but it's mainly, like, roast. Yeah. You know, it's and it's though. not... It's not, like, coffee roast. Mm-mm. It's, like... Just, like, malty roast. Yeah. Like, it's it's more roasty malt. Especially more than you usually expect from a hoppy beer. Hmm. Yeah. And it's That's got... Good. It's got that little bit of oranginess. It's got that slight vegetal, like, okay, it's not really as much vegetal as earthy. It's a little bit okay. earthy. Um, and a slight bit of pine, actually. Really? Tasting it, yeah. I'm not getting that. I do like it, though. Yeah, it's good. That's a solid beer. Um, I really wanted to do a dark beer with this, and Carlin's like, well, we have a black IPA. I'm like, <laughs> That's about mm, as close as you're gonna get. Yeah. Here. So. Mm. You know, I gotta say, I do think the Wookus is my least favorite of their really Leo versus Ursus series. I like it a lot. I think my favorite was their Adversus. Then the Fordham, then the Inferos, then the Wookus. Like, but they're all good, at least good. I like those Wookus. Not the Whoopie. I mean, it's still a good beer, though. I okay. do like it. Um, you gonna rank these? Yeah, this is actually a really hard <laughs> ranking because I kind of feel like I feel like I feel about the same about almost all of them. Yeah, you know, like I like them. I don't like. I'm not in love with any of these beers. I I like them all. I just don't. Yeah, they're all definitely mm-hmm. well. Okay. I like the death of the death of civilization and yeah, slow motion. That one. 
That's your number one? Uh, yes. Okay. Then the Wilkes. Okay. Then the Sour Saison. The Ground Loop. And then the... Found Word. Yep. Okay. So I am going to agree with you on number one. The Death of Civilization in Slow Motion, I think, is the best one on the table at the moment. Um, although my second one is going to be the Found Word. Are you for real? Yes. I, I like... Josh I like, is brainwashing you. No. No. The, the Found Word is my second favorite on, on here. Here, give me another. Give me a little shot of that. Rinse me out. All right. Rinsey rinse. Yeah, so number two is my the Found Word. And then after that, I'm, I am going to go Wookus. I'm going Wookus after that one. And then I'm going um, the Ground Loop. That's my fourth. Sour season. Really? But like I said, these are all like very close. Mm. I feel almost the same about them. They're all good. I'm just not like super crazy about any of them. Okay. The Death of Civilization in Slow Motion is more than just... I do feel stronger about it than just good. Yeah. So I, I think the... The Wookiees, I think, is better than just good. I mean, I think you're also trying to compare it to the other in the series, but if you look at it as maybe. a standalone beer... Yeah, maybe. It Well, and here is the thing. Like, it's easy. Like, it's not crazy bitter. Like, none of the flavors out-compete each other, you know. I mean, also, it depends what you're looking for, you know? So you're... you're okay, so my second, second take on go. this is yeah. that it is better. Yeah, it's better than you originally thought, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I needed to warm my pal up to drinking beer. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm going to take a second pass at it just to make sure here. But I still rank them the same. Mm. Yeah, actually, you know what? I think you're right. I'm going to revise after having a second pass at the found word. Um, I'm going to put Wilkes at two. You're right. I'm right? Yep. Uh, Hold on. Good thing this is on recording. Well, you, you can you can download it and listen to it as much as you want. I'm just gonna have this part where you say you're right. Play it on loop. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yes. So in summation, what what was your ranking again? Your full ranking? Death of Civilization, Wookus, Ground Loop, and Found Word. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah. So I'm with you. Except I'm switching ground loop and found word. Yeah. Ground loop's my fourth and found word's my third, so. Yeah. But yeah. These are good beers, though. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm, glad, I'm glad we did this, and uh, I'm glad we tasted all these beers. Yeah, those will be excellent drinking <laughs> to pair with undecorating the house for Christmas. And I think I'm what? I'm going to do some dishes. Mm -hmm. And you're going <laughs> to oh, do the dishes. Take out the garbage and recycling, too. You know, all these fun things that you do on a Sunday. Because that's where we're recording. It's a Sunday. It's like, it's 3.57 p.m. Ah, it gets so late already. I know. I always have these grandiose plans of everything I'm going to get done. And then the shower just waits another week and gathers more soap scum. And the, You should clarify, not taking a shower, cleaning the shower. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, I take a shower every day. Well, I feel like people are questioning that now. <laughs> I have on my list of things to do to clean the shower, and it just keeps getting pushed off. But I have to say, when we do these recordings, like in the afternoon, and then we have beer that we can just sip on while we do stuff we don't want to do, like the dishes, garbage and recycling, it just makes it easier to but do. That's what, 
Yeah, I was like, well, let's record and then I'm going to undecorate because it'll yeah. at least be a little buzzed and it won't hurt so bad. <laughs> it won't suck as much. Time will pass faster. Let's, well. let's just put it that way. So Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Rebecca. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, I haven't plugged any of our like social media or email or anything in a while, so uh. I probably should just do that real quick. Um, you can send us an email, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com, about whatever you want. If you have recommendations of beers we should try or you want to give feedback or whatever, um, you can do that. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Just search Brutal Battle. We have uh, I have some beer reviews on YouTube. I, I'm not adding more recently, but if you really want them, you can let me know, and maybe I'll consider doing more. No, but you're I have not. I have over a hundred on if there. If you really so want them, <laughs> I have over a hundred on there, so you can check them out. But that's just look for Brutal Battle Beer Break, and you'll find it uh, on Twitter uh, at Brutal Battle. I'm Carlin at Brutal Battle um, website brutalbattle.com. And if you could help us out, give us ratings and reviews on iTunes. That would be great. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, Google Play. Play, and you can also listen through the website. And then the last component is Untapped. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both on Untapped. You are Rebecca C, mm-hmm. and I am Carlin Cook or Carlton Malibu, all one word. And just pop in and see what we're drinking. Be our friends. Mm-hmm. Be friends with us. Then, then. Then you'll feel like you have, you know, cool beer drinking buddies. Are we cool? We're very cool. I don't know if you know, because we're like somewhat famous. No, we're not. <laughs> Within very small circles. Okay. On that note, please remember. Oh, oh, to- oh sorry. the last what? portion. The last portion. Check out Summer Villain Brewcast. Oh, that's our, true. Our buddies Jason Ng and Alex Rogers, who do Summer Villain Brewcast. Um, out of Massachusetts, they're doing really cool stuff with their podcast, and I was a guest on an episode not long ago called Teamwork Makes a Dream Work, and it was a lot of fun, so everyone should check that out. And And now, please remember to... Keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 